0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Season 2 of Bit Party, a show where we take minor details from popular movies and use them to create ideas for new movies that we then sell to Hollywood for $4 million. This week, Liam Neeson teaches a billionaire playboy to inflict vigilante justice. This is Batman Begins. Party is back by popular demand. In case you forgot, I'm Brendan Cotta. I'm Jared Kata. I'm Marshall Kata. And I'm Landis Cotta. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. We're once again back pursuing our goal, our dream of having a million dollars each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, but in, in all seriousness, I'm I'm excited to uh, to be back on the airwaves with you guys. Yeah. Uh, I really did miss it. I felt happy that I didn't have to edit Looking forward to getting back on here. I was I was waiting all all winter and then spring for the summer release of Bit Party uh, Season Two. The return, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. Uh, uh, what, what were we supposed to watch? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. What? Uh, it's Batman Begins, guys. And we're supposed to have that watched by right now. I was going <laughs> to say right I'm going to pause and watch it. Yeah. And then I'll and then I'll jump back mm-hmm. on. Okay. <laughs> so if you guys just hang, just I'm going to put you just on, a on a
1: for table. two and a half hours. Okay, we're back.
0: We'll okay, we're back. Uh, through the through the magic of editing, I've uh, finished watching the movie, and wow! What did you think? Yeah, I liked this movie. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was movie. really cool. We closed out season one on a superhero movie, and we're coming back uh, to another superhero movie. Yeah, it's crazy. And there's this is our thing there's now. challenges. I don't want it to be our thing, but uh, it is fun. It's fun to do. But uh, there are challenges and there are uh, rewards, so to speak, with doing movies like this, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because on one hand, there is a fan base that is absolutely insane about the the storyline. So you don't want to upset them. Uh, but on the other hand, these are popular movies and we love to do them. And there's a lot of characters. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's great. It's great. We don't have the we'll uh, we do. the comic book savvy that maybe some of the bigger fans watching these movies do. But we do love the movies. We love the comic book superhero movies. Well, uh, what would you say was one of your favorite parts of the? Well, you know what? Actually, before we get into that, I wanted to know, uh, you know, it's been a long break. But uh, as we had previously been doing in the the first season, I want to know what you guys have been watching. Brendan, what what, what have you been watching lately to keep up with other uh, pop culture? Uh, I kind of just started getting into Peaky Blinders. I think that was one that you uh, suggested on our Armageddon episode. And it's really good. It's yeah. it's beautifully made, and um, I assume well, it's a prequel to this movie because they both have Killian Murphy in it. <laughs> so I've kind of been watching it like that. That was exactly what I was saying. It's, it is uh, Killian Murphy is the main character in uh, Peaky Blinders, and he is like kind of a character, I guess, in this. <laughs> no, he is. He's very much. He's very much an important character. But it was weird for me to see him in this role after you know absorbing Peaky Blinders because he's such a badass in Peaky Blinders, and he's kind of cool in this movie, but he's also kind of a dorky, science-y villain. (laughs) Marshall, what have you been watching?
1: Uh, Landis actually introduced me to Portlandia, so I've been watching that uh, with him.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So you guys are both watching Portlandia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good show. Certainly a different tone than than the movie that we watched uh, this time. Slightly (laughs) different. Quite quite different. Slightly different tone. But, uh wonderful all the same landis what do yes. you think of portlandia if this is your first go around i like it a lot i like the episodes where there's like a bunch of different sketches as opposed to the continuous story ones you know what i mean mm-hmm.
1: I yeah i same. get that yeah
0: can i say a huge fan can i say and I, I i feel bad saying this but i'm not a huge i'm not a big i'm not a big portlandia fan oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Really? very very creative and it's really clever a lot of the time but it's just never done it for me i like fred Armisen a yeah, lot me yeah me too he's really good He's hilarious and everything. Mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. Yep. I've been watching Ash vs. the Evil Dead. That's a good yeah. show. Oh, nice. Which is a great show. Oh, my and gosh. So that has <laughs> the original actor, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. That's what makes it That's great. Awesome. That's awesome. Bruce cool. Campbell. It does a great job of using the old themes and oh, the yeah. imagery. With all the blood and stuff. Yeah. It's got a ton of blood. It has the oh, same kind and of the camera flashbacks angles. in the first episode. Yeah. It does it. It puts clips in from the... Oh, I haven't seen that uh, Or any of those parts. Yeah. That's all great. I'm glad we were able to keep ourselves entertained in the off-season, but I think... Do you think it's now time to start talking about uh, Batman beginnings? The origin of the Batman is the scientific title. (laughs) (laughs) He's here. Who? The Batman... Gentlemen, this was a sad movie. This starts off as a very sad uh, film, and uh, we well, obviously all know what's coming. I and, was caught uh, off guard. You guys saw that coming? That's like, What? <laughs> so Bruce Wayne, as a child, has his his parents murdered in front of him. <laughs> 14 years later, Bruce Wayne comes back from college to see the his murder his parents' murder. Joe Chill be freed <laughs> from prison uh, because he's going to testify against one of the big crime bosses in Gotham. Mm. before he can be released though that crime boss murders joe chill right in front of bruce again again. and this brings up a conflict in his in his psyche that he needs that he can only overcome by traveling to the middle of nowhere in baton yeah well, so while he is imprisoned for theft in Bhutan, he is freed by a man named Henri Ducard, who played by Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. And Liam Neeson obviously knows a lot of kung fu. Oh, he knows so much, uh, so many kung fu's. I don't think he even really needed to practice for this role. I think he was just himself. Yeah. What do you guys uh, think about the fact that he didn't use a French accent? I read somewhere. That he was supposed to be French, I'm not sure. His daughter later in the series, mm-hmm. his daughter is French. There you go. Oh, that's true. But they could it's not like they were going to acting coach Liam. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he gets it like a uh, language coaching He's like, Yeah, no, that sounds fine. Yeah, I that's, you use that that's French.
1: Your compassion is a weakness your enemies will not share. That's why
0: it's so important. Raza Raza Ghoul trains bruce wayne in the arts of fighting and ninja work and and kung fu and another number of other martial arts and to pass the final test he asks bruce wayne to murder this homeless man (laughs) it's pretty fucked up he decides not to kill this one man but instead blows up the entire temple (laughs) (laughs) killing like 20 guys so many ninjas in the process right I get that he was trying to do it because, in his mind, they were going to go... Like, they had plans to go and kill Gotham. But still, it goes completely against what his whole point was. Well, speaking of Gotham, Bruce Wayne returns there after he's completed his training, or expelled himself from the training. (laughs) And this is when he takes on the vigilante identity of Batman.
1: Bruce, you're supposed to be dead. Sorry to disappoint.
0: So then we're introduced to... A man named Dr. Jonathan Crane, himself. Burlap Man. <laughs> and what he's done is he's he's developed this fear-inducing hallucinogen that drives his victims crazy. Well, so I want to talk about I want to talk about what the main conflict of this of this movie is uh, because it is revealed about well, it's revealed early on, but then it is brought back up that Batman was actually trained by a group of terrorists. I don't know if mm-hmm. this. Mm, that yeah. didn't sit super well with me, but... They imply mm, that heavily. Well, it's it's not implied. It's straight up shown. Yeah, they show it. Uh, but the, the, main, the main conflict here is that with the help of Dr. Crane, the Scarecrow, Ra's al Ghul is going to come through Gotham and unleash this fear hallucinogen on the city with the help of a Wayne Enterprise weapon. This is sort of actually similar in some ways to what we saw in Iron yeah, Man, where I was just gonna the say main it. character, yeah, the main character, his company out, outright creates the weapon that's going to be used as the major conflict. Did anybody notice that? That's, that's yeah, good. If they if they just weren't in the business of building weapons in the first place, then be kind of chill. <laughs> this this weapon it vaporizes water, and the fear. Gas has been dumped into the water in liquid form, and it only turns on, or it only affects you if it's uh, inhaled. What Raz al Ghul is doing is he's, he's taking his big old vape, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to blow fire clouds all over the city. Oh my god, oh, that's so, it's a metaphor. Yeah, that is brilliant. It's a metaphor for vaping. He just codes he, Gotham gets- City in that sick cotton. <laughs> If he gets the vaporizer to Wayne Towers, then that is sort of the hub of all the water in uh, in the whole city and the riot will be so insane because it'll be everyone in the city that it will it will pretty much decimate Gotham. Yeah. It's a pretty dope plan, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. This was a good a one. Pretty this was well thought up. out. Yeah. Batman's villains think through their plans a lot more than in the Marvel universe. I would say like I would they, agree with that. That's a good point. Marvel universe is, sh- is sheer power versus Batman's villains are methodical. a lot of, uh, w- yeah, very methodical, m- multiple, multiple steps. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you how this all goes down. Uh, Ra's al Ghul is trying to get to Wayne towers and uh, the, the conflict is all kind of cleared up by a fight with Batman the vaporizer is destroyed and the city is saved i mean if you really want to save that city <laughs> whatever they have faith in it just nobody look at the narrows and the city is super saved we did it guys
1: <laughs> Got it. don't look at don't, that. For, don't forget about that, that part that.
0: we did it they just keep the bridges up i think they just <laughs> like keep the bridges up and contain everybody
1: no that's like that place is fine they'll figure <laughs> it out <laughs> That's are nocturnal. That's maybe even a billionaire playboys. So three
0: o'clock is pushing it. It, it, ends, it ends with uh, obvious cliffhangers and uh, prompting the, the next two movies in the series mm-hmm. and developing, further developing the relationship between Batman and Gordon. And they have that, that mutual respect. And then Batman and Rachel. Yep. And um, Rachel, who can't be with him while he's still the Batman. Mm-hmm. Is fucking uh, which, which is, is sad. bullshit. You know, yeah, yeah that's bullshit. But it's not who you are underneath; it's what you do that defines you. Yeah, so there it is, guys. There is Batman Begins, Boom. the first installment of Christopher Nolan's Bat series. Who knows what's going to happen next? Who's the next villain going to be? <sighs> I couldn't really watch this movie without seeing Bruce Wayne as Patrick Bateman. Really good. But any time that he That's wasn't a really Batman and he was in his suit, or he was talking to the guests, all those times I was like, "This is so American Psycho." He's doing the push; like he gets out of bed and he starts doing the push-ups. So I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> they even have almost the exact same kind of exchange, like Rachel's speech to him about wearing the mask, and Patrick Bateman's speech to himself when he's pulling off that like plastic thing about being empty inside, and like his whole That's facade so being a mask. <laughs> uh before, true uh, before we get cool guys pitches, I like I had one quick question that is mm-hmm. okay the only two people that have ever been able to beat uh, the mighty Liam Neeson in an honest to goodness fight have been Batman and Darth Maul between those two characters oh. who do you think would win in a fight like, like who's the ultimate Liam Neeson leader Darth Maul Please discuss. Oh, wow, that's an excellent question. So badass. He's the most badass Sith I think that's ever happened yeah. in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Darth Maul doesn't need a billionaire alter ego. He just is. The, the, but the question is good. What do you, What do you guys think? Because I feel like the default answer is always that Batman wins no matter what. But Darth no, Maul is such I a foreign entity to this. You don't yeah. think that at all. I, no, no, no. I mean, with, in this case. In this case. In this case, yeah. I'll go no to that. Competition. You think it's Darth Maul? Oh, yeah. I disagree. I disagree. I think what? that. How? I, I think that Bruce Wayne, that Batman would engineer a, t- a device that would be able to defeat or block a lightsaber. True. Batman usually has to put up with bullets and long range weapons. So right. he could attack Darth Maul from. From Multiple range. angles, yeah, yeah, that's right, true. But he'd also have to figure out how to attack him without killing him, right? Oh, good point. All he'd that. have to do is all he'd have to do is disarm him. So maybe he comes up with a device that that destroys a lightsaber. Balanus but once you get rid makes, of that, then you're you're good to go. But Lannis makes a good point that Darth Maul he has no qualms about killing someone with his bare hands if he needs to. Oh yeah. North is a savage. He will murder somebody. Yeah, but his only his only power really generates from his ability to cut people in half with a lightsaber. If if he's going to try and strangle in a hand to hand combat, I don't know if that's tr- in hand to hand combat, then you, I think you shift the the focus over to Batman. So it's really just a one it's a one caveat battle. If he gets a good shot at him, uh-huh. and and Batman doesn't know that a lightsaber can cut you in half, then. Darth Maul okay, wins. now hang on. So if we start to assume this battle without like hand to hand, Darth Maul still has the Force, does he? Not? I was just gonna say we're not taking that into account. Do we see anything yeah. of him? I don't think that his Force power was as strong as other as a as a grappling hook. I don't think Something he had Force lightning that? yet, but he could definitely move objects with his mind. Yeah, Batman won't see he that coming. Fuck Batman up! Hmm. Yeah, let's go around the horn and just say in a, briefly who One. we think. Go ahead, Marshall.
1: Uh,
0: Darth Maul. Okay. Darth Maul. Yes. Landis, what do you think? You agree? Darth Maul, absolutely. I say Batman. I say Batman as well. Fuck. All right, we'll leave it to Twitter <laughs> to break the tie. I want to get into. I want to get into <laughs> our characters. Who who wants to go first? There was a lot of there was a lot of characters in this movie, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I said before was that it, it's difficult to pick out which ones have backstories already. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where you're not where you are or aren't stepping on the feet of the canonical Batman mm-hmm. story. Yeah, but for for the purposes of creative expression, we're gonna give ourselves mm. a little license to to deviate from traditional Batman stories. I'll go first. I will go first. I will go first. Marshall and Brendan fight <laughs> to the death for who goes first. <laughs> i us let Brandon go first because uh, this is his podcast. His episode. name starts with a B. Sure, and sure. His we're name going starts alphabetical. <laughs> I'll go first. B for bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: truly, truly. I don't know where this savagery came from, but okay, okay. So my my bit part character is the woman that assassinates Joe Chill, the man who killed. Bruce Wayne's parents. It's like, before Bruce Wayne can get up to him, a woman steps in front and shoots Joe Chill and says something like, "Uh, Carmine Falcone sends his regards. And she gets tackled to the ground. And the camera pans down to her and you get this brief shot. And it's just a pretty average-looking blonde woman in a suit and a skirt. So that kind of got me thinking, like, who is this person that doesn't look anything like a gangster or one of uh, Falcone's thugs? And like, how does she factor into this? What happens to her afterwards? So I kind mm-hmm. of thought that this would be um, in the Nolan verse, uh, his origin for Harley Quinn, who gets sent mm-hmm. to prison, uh, goes insane somehow, maybe gets sent to Arkham, and there meets uh, the Joker and kind of establishes herself as a villain among these psychotic criminals. So doesn't Harley, Harley Quinn it? already have a backstory? This is what we literally she, just she does, talked about. She does, but it's not far off from, from what Brendan is talking about. It's in, in her real story, she is a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and she mm-hmm. is interviewing inmates at Arkham, and she falls in love with the Joker, and then she becomes the anti-hero okay. that we know. Yeah. So Brendan, when Brendan pitched this to me off off uh, Mike. We talked about how she could still be a psychiatrist. There could be some sort of reason that she has to commit this crime. And then in that way ends up in touch with the Joker. The basic premise of it is that this is the character that becomes Harley Quinn because of her uh, time in Arkham. Yeah. We know nothing about her, so we can really write her history to suit what we know about Harley Quinn, the character. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. it's good. I I, I actually didn't catch that it was... Well that whole scene, I mean, the scene happens very fast, and yeah. I was kind of more, my mind was more focused on what Bruce Wayne was going to do. So yeah. I ended up missing that part, but Bren, Bren has been bringing it up, and he will not shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> So I like it, though, Bren. So uh, so it's a Harley Quinn origin story, but uh, the the woman that shoots Joe Chill uh, mm-hmm. becomes the Joker century. Cool. All right. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Glad Marshall? I liked it. Seeing as you uh, gave way to Brendan the first time, I have decided to go next. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alphabetical? Just kidding. Why don't you go?
1: All right. So I had originally wanted to do Bruce Wayne's parents. Okay. But I thought we thought uh, that was a little too significant. So I'm going way back, going to the first generation uh,
0: Silas Wayne. Okay. Silas Wayne. He Explain was- that Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I do that. I haven't really heard much about him, more so uh you're introducing some new some new uh info, some new bat facts Yes, yeah. So who is Silas Wayne? Silas Wayne uh was a silversmith and alleged highwayman. Sexy. And he's uh Batman's he's Bruce Wayne's what great 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 grandfather or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, Actually yeah. I I if I remember correctly, he fought in the War of 1812. So
1: oh. So you know he's doing his regular day job, and uh, by night he becomes a vigilante.
0: Oh, and uh, that's so correct. he's going to use his silver, his blacksmith and silversmith skills to build vigilante. Offensive. Do you think he takes <laughs> to become on Iron Man to become Iron Man? <laughs> to become Iron Man? He decides to become Iron Man instead of Batman. <laughs> Criminals hear him from miles away. But you're saying he's like a colonial <laughs> version of Batman. I mean that'd be cool, right? Yeah, I mean I can already see I can already see what it looks like with three corner hats and uh, yeah. and like muskets and things like that, and he's got yes. grappling hooks and yes. that he's built in his warehouse or his uh, his oh yeah. Hat. All right, that's cool, Marsh. Good job, a colonial Batman. I actually it's really like nice. that one. I wish I came up with it. Uh, I'm gonna go next, and my character is it's a little bit of a it's not technically a new character. But I was so inspired by this scene in particular that I wanted to build it out as a new movie, and it was when Scarecrow gets hit with his own toxins, and he's seeing Batman as like this demon, oh, oh yeah. creature, and he's like instead of wearing a mask, he's like just a dark, like his whole face is the is like the suit, and he's and it's it's wild, and he looks like really crazy, and so in my twisted reality that is the actual main character and it is batman a batman type story but told in the nightmare world
1: so it's sort of think of it sort
0: of as a as a stranger things batman (laughs) intersection where there's like an upside down Mm -hmm. world where batman and his villains are all actual monsters Batman has always only used realistic weaponry. Yeah. And there's not really that much, mm-hmm. say, psychological powers. or there's You know, he's not Superman. There's not any kind of extra strength or extra, or lasers coming out of people's eyes or yeah. things like that. Obviously, he teams up with people like that. But in Batman, in Gotham itself, his villains are typically just crazy people. They either have a lot of money or are willing to blow up things and be terrorists. But in this world... Mm-hmm everybody is sort of super powered and he has no qualms about killing people and like ripping people apart What? oh dang do you remember the halloween episode of invader zim where they go to that flip side of the world and everything is like horrific monsters yeah yeah that's exactly what it would be like yeah that would be interesting i feel like you could do a lot of really cool character design if not a movie then it could definitely yeah, be a really interesting yeah. like comic book yeah it could be that's true could be, but a, that's, could su- be a that's really film. cool i like the imagery there yeah. Anyways, so that's that's mine. As It doesn't have really a developed plot line, but it just has a look that I'm going for. Love it. I feel like that's a big part of yeah, what Hit cool. is about. Uh, okay, yeah. I think that that covers everybody. Let's move on to Faking uh, another uh, Fish. Wait, what? Actually. I think we got enough for to make the movie. I have one. You have? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. We'll, just, we'll, let the, uh, we'll let the intern talk, I well, guess. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, intern Landis. Well, now, now I'm all <laughs> self-conscious. <laughs> Do you guys know the show uh, Love It or List It? I am familiar with that show, although I have not ever wat- sat down and watched it okay. a full episode. Yeah, that I can tell what it is by context clues. Common response, yeah. I know it as a pop Basically. culture reference, though. Well, it's it's a show where these people are living in a house, and it's all kind of <laughs> shitty, and they want to move. <laughs> <laughs> they hire two people. One person re- renovates the house and redoes it, and the other person looks for the another house that they can move into. And they have to choose whether they want to stay in the new house or move to another. So that's that's the basic idea. I didn't realize this was love it or listen party. <laughs> Get to the and, uh, Okay, well, do you guys remember the scene in Batman where he learns a bunch of construction skills? Because I don't. All of a sudden, he builds this bat cave with like electricity and whatnot. That's true. He's just got it all hooked up. Yeah, it's got like a four car garage uh, and a helicopter. Yeah. Anything? Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it. I think there was a character not mentioned in the movie or the comics that kind of helped them out. <laughs> Are you saying that contractor. he is like a contractor? Yeah, a contractor. A contractor, and his name is Spencer. <laughs> So it's Batman's contractor. I see where you're going with this because Alfred suggests at the very end of this one, when Wayne Manor has burned down, he's like, he suggests maybe it's time to expand what's underneath uh-huh. the house, the under the foundation. Wait. And so he then turned to his New Yorker contractor Spencer, <laughs> or maybe I don't know.
1: No, I think he's from
0: New York. I think he's from New York, and he goes, and Spencer's like, "What you want me to do? What?" <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I be- I'll do it, but I don't understand. He's got to be the stupidest contractor alive to not realize what's happening. He had his whole team down there under the house, and he's like, "Yeah, he says he wants the whole computer panel here, and a spinny car garage, and a, a place for his jet." I don't know, but rich people. Listen to this, listen to this. He hires some lady, some real estate agent lady, to go around and look for potential other back caves. So then he has to choose. Does he, he wants under his house or another, it's a love it or list it special. So it's not a movie. It's not a TV show. It's like an hour and a half. You know? Wow. You've come up with a... <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I love it. I like. I like him going around dressed in a suit, looking in just other kind of <laughs> shitty caves. caves. Yeah. Just like what and he has the to hell? deal with the sketchiest people because who sells a cave? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I just have to clear some things out first, and then you can move right in. What's that smell? <laughs> wow. Knitting. Uh, <laughs> Knitting. Fantastic. <laughs> Batman comes down to put on a suit, and there's just an overweight guy eating a burrito in the middle. It's like his lunch break. <laughs> He's taking a
1: break.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, okay, so now that we've completed the the pitches, and they're all really good this time, I think that this has been one of our best cumulative pitch (laughs) parties i think that it's time to select which movie we're going to create sell it to christopher nolan for four million dollars each of us get a million dollars we all spend it on something ridiculous okay yeah, no. let's talk about this because as much as i like landis's and i really do i feel like one of the main tensions in shows like love it or list it is the issue of the budget yeah, and obviously, and Bruce he, Wayne has no—that yeah. is out the window. He could buy any cave he huh, wants in totally. Gotham. Yeah, there's no reason for him to have somebody showing him around, deciding what <laughs> caves. He'd just buy all of the I land that suppose, caves are that yeah. has caves. I'm leaning towards Marshalls, <laughs> personally, because I do—I like the colonial-era feel, the, the fact that Batman is going to be sort of building his own— devices i think that that's always a cool superhero subgenre. yeah i do like that too which one do you think yeah. um of course i like mine but uh i do think that it is a little bit close to the the material that we're working with anyway and i feel like part of the fun of bit party is going outside of the genre of the movie that we just watched mm-hmm. so yeah let's yeah, go with some I- historical fiction let's see if we can It it might be a little bit difficult because it's really limited by our knowledge of colonial America. I have tons of knowledge of colonial America. Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about? Based on my Google Google search right now of (laughs) the War of 1812. Darth Maul. (laughs) No, wait. (laughs) I never said thank you. And you'll never have to. Marshall, we're going to be working on your film. So you've probably had some time to think about it. Before we get into the beginning, the conflict, the resolution, and the ending, that's sort of the formula that we follow to make sure that we hit all of the important things about a movie before we pitch it to the studios. Is there anything that you want to say about this this pitch? Anything else you want us to know, take into account to to protect your creative vision? Vote for my movie, Uh, really anything.
1: Not a whole lot. I'd just like to see big players like in the revolution, Uh, stuff like that.
0: Sure. I'm looking at a list uh, of of the commanders and leaders that were in the War of 1812. Mm -hmm. Do we really want to make this so much about the origins of the War of 1812, or do you think we should kind of skirt around that entirely and just make it about this man's impact in colonial, newly founded (laughs) United States? Hmm. I guess not colonial, they're not colonies anymore, but like the newly founded U.S. Maybe we can make notice of the fact that it's wartime.
1: So, so do you want to start?
0: Silas... So do you want to start right after the war of eighteen twelve? I don't think it's a bad idea to sit to mention that he's heavily invested and that maybe even he has something to do with weapons, so that he knows weapons manufacturers. I kind of like that. So maybe maybe it opens up with the end of the war. He knows that he's played some role in it. He's either been a soldier or he provided weapons as as a blacksmith. Yeah. What he's happy about is that the war is over. So instead of picking up with him as a soldier, mm-hmm. let's pick up right after when they're trying to pick up the pieces of yes. the broken civilization post-invasion. Mm-hmm. I like that. Maybe he was pivotal in the battle of, like, Gotham when Got they, they were invaded. Okay, oh, well, nice. well, I think that that's kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, so so the beginning will be, be that, is realizing that even though the war is over, they're in sort of an economic downturn because mm-hmm. of the devastation and the loss of lives. Okay? Yep. Everyone except him, mm-hmm. maybe, because he was so heavily invested in other parts. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's that's the beginning. Him, But him seeing this sort of depravity that is running rampant now and deciding that he needs to do something about it. Yes. What do you think about that, guys? Marshall? Yeah. I like that it. Works. I like it. There's, there'll obviously be a montage, as all good movies have mm-hmm. one, you know? He constructs his his suit, his vigilante suit. Yeah. Oh, so here's something that I was actually kind of excited when I thought of. I think that he, much like uh, Batman has Lucius Fox, Mm -hmm. I think he should have someone that's kind of like a crazy inventor that gives him these wacky weapons that weren't used in the War of 1812. Like, everyone thought I was crazy for this. You know, right. my only problem with that suggestion is uh-huh. that it sounds almost exactly like Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Oh shit, that's true. <laughs> and we want to veer as far away as possible
1: from Wild Wild West. And I can't imagine anything
0: anything worse to uh, be compared to. We could put that on the poster. give him an Alfred. Nothing like Wild Wild West starring Will Smith. Here's says. what here's what I was thinking. Instead of maybe giving him an Alfred, let's give him a robin. Oh, and I, w- yeah. I would like th- yeah. that Robin, if you look at some of the allies of the U.S. in the War of 1812, it was a lot of the Native Americans. And so I, oh. I was thinking about his Robin being like a Cherokee Brave. I like that. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that's really yeah. cool. So, oh, I mean, I, like I, I think we. it's pretty easy to do a Batman story. We need him. Uh, the, the conflict needs to be a villain. So we need to come up with a good colonial style but Batman esque villain. I was thinking Darth mm. Maul. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a tricorn hat that's, that's, that like
1: barely hides his horns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, maybe not Darth Maul. We'll table that. Okay. Well, how about this? One of the allies of the Brits was the Spanish. Spaniard? <laughs> the Spa- yeah, so Spaniard, I think, is possibly the a Spaniard. theme. The Spaniard. Ooh,
1: that's actually a pretty that's actually a pretty cool name for a Batman villain. Yeah.
0: Or or a a racist. Actually, I take that back. <laughs> Let's cut that right out. The diabolical Spaniard. <laughs> the roguish. <laughs> no. Can I run another idea past you? To see what you think? Sure. What about like a big, hulking, Bane-esque heavyweight boxer. Would he be british or British. Maybe he was a soldier on one side or the other, but he's Mm -hmm. not... He's almost like a Falcone in that he's just this brutish guy that wants to control Gotham. That's it. He's not a themed villain. He's just this bruiser guy. I can see that. A callback to a Bane character is actually not a bad thing. In fact, I, I don't think that it's such a bad thing to create these colonial versions of the villains that Batman actually has. It could be a couple of characters, but let's just say that there are some colonial themed versions of the bat villains that we see in the regular one. Love it. Maybe we can lean more towards the Arkham Asylum games with, with a couple villains. Yeah. A couple, maybe one or two. I mean, that's how the, that's how a lot of the movies go. Anyways, I guess that's true. Yeah. This one even had two villains. So what, what should their attempt to destroy Gotham be? Like, did they want to see the rest of Gotham burned down and finished? I thought they wanted to control it. What about this? What if their drive could be, because you said that the White House is burned down in the War of 1812, Mm -hmm. right? What if their underlying drive could be, on top of running the city, we're also trying to convince America to bring their capital over here, then guess what? These Batman colonial villains run the United States. Or they could have sort of a pawn politician yes i like that a lot that they're controlling mm. ooh. oh yeah that's cool think about that ooh, ooh. so they're simultaneously yeah. trying to bring the government the hub of american government to gotham or maybe it's already in the process of doing that anyways because it's the next biggest city yep. and they're trying to get their puppet into seat of power and office. silas yeah. silas wayne is has to fight them while simultaneously mm-hmm. fighting, like, their henchmen that are running amok in the city. Maybe using his influence, yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Pretty cut-and-dry Batman solution is to beat the shit out of them. Yep. Good point. Show that they're behind trying to influence the election, which is a bad thing. Even then, they know it was a bad thing that they are trying. <laughs> once, you, once you figure out that it was, like, a British saboteur and a like, uh, a Spanish uh, uh, traitor and, and all these other things and, like, crazy people behind a politician. Once they're linked to it, then he's obviously going to fail. So however however, that has to go down, that's the way that the conflict needs to resolve. Mm-hmm. My, what, what do you guys think for an ending? I mean, what's kind of, like, the last scene? I was thinking he actually
1: he gets them locked up, like, in either underground or, like, prison somewhere.
0: Actually, you know what, Marsh? I, I like where you're going. What if he crafts one of the, fir- the first version of Arkham? Oh, I like that. Oh, whoa. Like he, he just pays for... Like, he he basically, like, he, he gets them chained up, and then the city decides to build a structure around the chained villains. Ooh, <laughs> they, yeah. stay oh, yeah. they stay there. They stay there in the middle of town. It. And that yeah, that's is, the last scene. It's the construction of the first Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and then Ar- yeah, they start... While, while Silas and his uh, sidekick are just, like, on horses looking badass. Yeah, but then it, the person that builds it is, you know, like... Spencer. William Spencer <laughs> Arkham. <laughs> So see, Spencer gets his day. So you want me to just put these stones up around these crazy people? Okay, I can do that. There's still a contractor involved. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of cool. Uh, you know, one thing we have to do is, uh, is cast the movie. Yes, that's always a fun part. We need to cast the movie. We need yeah. to figure out who a, uh, a good Silas would be. I have an idea. Uh, I don't like it, really. I don't think it's that okay good. that's fine no, no no go go is ahead is it Robert Loja because you always suggest Robert Loja <laughs> not this time <laughs> uh, Steve Howie you guys know him the host of the uh, what this guy the looks like a villain Steve Howie. you're thinking of Steve Harvey okay folks <laughs> uh, there's I have to apologize. Oh, you're thinking of Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Harvey definitely has to be in this movie.
1: <laughs> Show me murder, Batman.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, Steve Harvey is actually kind of—he's kind of a good character. Where, yeah, where do you know him ass ass from? Man. God. uh shameless i've been watching shameless oh okay oh, nice and he was in workaholics he was uh adam's cousin or whatever <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> this guy's actually kind of cool looking yeah man i just you just nailed that right off that you've been yeah, thinking you about this and i like <laughs> that a lot steve, steve yeah, yeah, I, Howie for, for Batman. I actually don't know what the movie is about because i was ignoring you while i was looking up actors <laughs> <laughs> well that's fine okay picture darth maul but in, like, a tricorn hat. (laughs) So I think that the other character that I really want to cast is the Robin character, who's the the Cherokee Brave. Um, Uh, Yes, hello, I might also have one for that. Oh, God. Back again. Were you actually only looking up people... This guy's name is Martin Sensmayer. He's a new. He's a newer actor. He was in Westworld and uh, The Magnificent Seven. Okay, okay, okay. Who be play in Westworld? In Westworld. Native <laughs> warrior, obviously. <laughs> I, I thought that I, I was just, James Marsden. I just looked. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked him up, and I think actually that's uh, that guy's badass. The only other character that we should maybe cast is the colonial bane. The, big bruiser, the bruiser, yeah. bruiser guy, big boy. Guys, I'm kind of having a thought here. I'm kind of thinking the guy that we cast. Sorry, what's his name? The guy that we cast. As, Howie? Yeah, Howie. Um, I think he might actually make a better big bruiser. I mean, he's a massive individual. He, he is a big bruiser. Yeah, yeah. I think <clears throat> he's got a good look, and um, I think this might be a good, good big role for him that isn't putting the entire movie on his back. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I see that. So, so we need someone who is capable s- of carrying an entire movie. We a little need more a star movie. power, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so what do you think? Let me let me run an actor by you, see what you think. What about Bit Party favorite Keanu Reeves? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Keanu Reeves as his yeah. kind of older self from John Wick. Yeah. Like yes. the Beard, the mustache, and yeah, the longer long hair. hair. I can actually see that, and <laughs> I can see him getting along really well with our uh, Robin character. Yeah, this is I like cool. It. Okay, so Silas Wayne, Keanu Reeves, Steve Howey as the uh, the British Bruiser Bane, and Landis, who is our uh, who's our Robin again? Yeah, Martin Sensmeyer. Love it. All right, That's great cast. I can get behind. That is a great cast. Uh, we That's need a, really- a title. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? We need a title. Whoops. A title. You know, for the movie. They do recommend those. (laughs) (laughs) Can't just call it the movie. Batman the movie.
1: Oh, has that (laughs) been...
0: (laughs) Um... What about just Silas? Silas? Big, bold letters. Uh, What if instead of Silas, it's Wayne? Wayne, I was also thinking that. I like that. Yeah. I actually like Wayne. I think that the logo can still have a bat kind of in it. Oh, yeah. Sort of like how the Bacardi um. bat is. Oh, it's Like he different. had bats in his <laughs> silver, or in his blacksmith.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, shop. that's a good uh, idea. And so one of his cool.
0: insignias is like a bat. It's a little bit more realistic. It's more of a...
1: Maybe carved out of metal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's how people that's cool. will know that it's another Batman film oh, it's because it yeah. has like a metal bat really yeah, nice. nice i oh. feel like that's very good for like action movies it's just brief yeah. one word man that's the first time mm-hmm. we've ever come up with something on the first try man <laughs> wing what wing. <laughs> what guys this is a freaking fantastic movie and it it's a lot of easily going to make us uh, the four million dollars that we asked for uh plus <laughs> all of the merchandising fits in yep. our contract we, that's a new for the second season yeah, i was gonna say i think that we didn't <laughs> quite make as much money as we wanted to because we kept blowing it on stupid shit that's besides the point <laughs> the point is is that we flew through the million dollars quickly and now i think we need to maybe set ourselves up for the long term mm-hmm. yeah eventually we're gonna have families to think of So maybe having that Mm -hmm. check in the mail every once in a while for the toys and the merchandising from all the way maybe not a bad idea. No, okay, I like it. See if we can work that out. Get the lawyers to draft something up. But how are you going to use your one million dollars? Anybody have an idea? I've got an idea, Marshall. You you have an idea? I do. So uh,
1: for mine, I started thinking be pretty cool to have a house like bruce wayne but a one million dollars would not cover that it wouldn't get me there so Uh, spencer doesn't get out of bed
0: for a million dollars god damn it (laughs) (laughs) marcia i like where your idea is going please please go
1: good okay so what i was gonna do is get a, uh, I was going to do a smaller version and I was going to put it uh, up in a tree. It was going to be a tree house, uh, Marshall house. Manor.
0: You're going to be hiring Spencer to build this tree house. <laughs> Spencer's <gonna build> <laughs> That's a good idea. You want it up there in the tree? <laughs> you, want, you want it to be up anyway. there? All right, I'll get the boys. All right. That's
1: all right. a load-bearing branch right there.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Alright. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go next here. Not uh, not to jump away from Marshall's because I think Marshall's a pretty much closed beginning to end <laughs> amazing idea. But I don't need to go in yeah. anymore. Away Manor Treehouse. I am going to take a dramatic trip to Nepal <laughs> similar to yes. the one that Bruce takes. I will be able to see the whole country and learn some fighting techniques perhaps. And at the end, if I have enough money, I'm going to blow up an ancient temple. <laughs> Put that. it on my tab. I think that that's one of the tourist things you can elect to do. <laughs> it's like an excursion that they allow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. What kind of money are they bringing into the country now? Why as not let them blow them up? That's one of those tourist dollars. Useless. To us. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be mine. Is a dramatic trip to Nepal. I apologize if I offended anybody. I'm not going to act at the temple, but, I mean, you know. Yeah. It it's funny. He does yeah. just kind of dip. Yeah, he does just leave it. Let's <laughs> all those guys die. Okay, alright. Alright, I, uh, I have one. I think I'm going to use my million dollars and just pay for a giant spotlight on the top of the uh, Miami Police Department headquarters, wherever that is. I don't even know if we can <laughs> see it from
1: our apartment. I'm not going to do anything about it. I think it'll just have, like, a hilarious picture <laughs> that it projects.
0: Then, Will it like, be, like, your face?
1: <laughs>
0: when, when, will, when will they use this maybe dick butt i don't know if they like
1: if they're in trouble
0: <laughs> how many times do you think they'll use it when you don't show up it's a one-time goof well you know what okay yeah it'll be fun it, you know, that's thing. how you use it they get it they're like we're never going to use this because we don't need this help from someone who's not a cop five years down the line they're like you know what let's go with this curveball maybe
1: it can help they throw it up, hilarious picture, big joke. That's it. End of story. That's the punchline.
0: So it's five years in the making. It's, this is the punch long line. con, yeah. <laughs> and it'll all be for Brennan's <laughs> little laugh. Though. It'll be hilarious. Well, you know what? That's what, that's what BitParty's million is for, for something <laughs> stupid like that, frivolous. That's great. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, Landis, why don't, you, why don't you hit us with your, uh, your million-dollar idea? For sure, the original Batman comics. I was thinking about that. I looked it up. It's actually over a million dollars for the original comics. <laughs> Jeez, we can't even buy a comic book. <laughs> this is why we need the merchandising clubs. Okay, so so that so scrap that idea. Or you got or what, not what? necessarily. I guess I'm just gonna have to buy the second most expensive. <laughs> holy shit so that's brilliant so after a little bit of research it turns out that i can buy all the rest of the original batman comics just not the first one, <laughs> that <was> one <laughs> no three. i thought it was number 27 how will you know how that's it starts 20, no yeah detective. so it starts at number 27 of detective comics oh. which was a uh, kind of a series and then batman became its own thing i see which is only what four hundred thousand. i see yeah not that's bad at all okay that's easy oh, and yeah. then easy. here's what i'll do I'll resell them at the original price, ten cents, <laughs> <laughs> just to be a good, great person to somebody who really appreciates it—not some—not some asshole collector with a bunch of money. Yeah, to like a niche real comic book store, You're gonna go out yeah. of business real quick. Fellas, that was uh, that was a lot of fun there. I think that this is a great first episode of the second season. Yeah, congratulations, Marshall. You had the first. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the first. Marshall had the first pitch of the second season. Great cool. job. Landis, yours are worse than they've ever right. been. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we haven't really changed anything about our sign off, so, Brendan, I assume <laughs> you'll be able to do it still. All right, let's see how this goes. Thanks so much for listening for Bit Party in the Kata Brothers. I'm Brendan Kata. I'm Jared Kata. I'm Marshall Kata. And I'm Landis Kata. Keanu still means cool breeze over the mountains in Hawaiian, so, watch out for Wayne coming to a theater near you. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at BitPartyPod. On Twitter, you can share your own bit part movie ideas and vote for which pitch you liked best. Let us know if you think we made the right choice or let a good movie slip through our fingers. If you'd like to send us an email, we're bitpartypod at gmail.com. We have a couple of shout-outs to make this week. This episode was produced by the very talented T. Coop. You can check out his music on Spotify now. Just search T. Coop. That's T-C-O-O-P. And also a very special thank you to the incredible artist Elvis James for creating our stylish new logo. Tune in next week when we watch a weird old man help Michael J. Fox go back to 1985. Until then, we're the Cotta Brothers, and this has been Bit Party. Our ode to the bit parts that stole our hearts.